welcome to my podcast. This is At My Kitchen Table, deep chats with Katie and friends. If you know me, you will know that I love chatting about my faith and how it changes all different aspects of my life and how I view the world. And that's basically going to be what we'll be doing on this podcast. I'll be getting some of my friends and probably a lot of my family members on too, which means we'll end up chatting a lot of rubbish because I love a tangent. But also we'll spend some time thinking and chatting about some bigger and deeper issues and how our faith as followers of Jesus, as Christians, changes that. Okay, so on today's podcast episode we have Dan. Dan, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Dan. Uh, (laughs) I am currently a church trainee uh, at the same church as Katie Mm -hmm. and I was formerly a journalism student at the University of Sheffield for the last three years Um, and yeah, me and Katie went to the same church um, through those years at uni, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about kind of truth and fake news and media and basically anything you want to talk about, Dan, to be honest, it's free reign. But that's kind of what we were thinking, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I had down that I thought would be good to talk about, I wanted to ask you is when do you think we care about truth? Because um, I think sometimes we don't, but then when do we? Yeah. Yeah. I think we care about truth when that certain truth uh, or thing we're thinking about applies to us and benefits us. So anything that we sort of take as um, yeah, beneficial, we'll, we'll sort of label as a truth, um, but we'll always, uh, I don't know, find ways of twisting facts and whatever to suit our, our own agenda. So yeah, I think a lot of the time our perception of truth is uh, what we believe to be true that makes mm. sense yeah I think you're right I mean a bit of a silly example but yeah I used to love reading Daily Mail when I was like in year nine <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going to bed and I'd be like oh god I'll have a little read what's going on in the celebrity world <laughs> like literally like a mid- like middle-aged woman I don't know who I was and I really didn't really care if what I was reading was true or not I just thought oh that's funny that's interesting like yeah that's yeah, those are the things we don't care about. Whereas if it was something about like my family, I'd be like, no, they can't be writing yeah. fake things about my family. Yeah, I think you're right. When it impacts you or changes you or yeah. things like that, it matters, doesn't it? And on that, like w- when I was talking about things that benefit us, that's not necessarily sort of a big thing, but it, it could benefit us in terms of entertaining us or helping mm. us in a positive way or whatever. So uh, whatever we hear uh, and read, uh, that sort of makes us laugh or uh, get gets us excited about something is what we're gonna naturally sway towards as being true mm. uh, yeah my instagram feed currently is just full of memes because that's what it knows i just skip to i'm like i don't care about people's lives i just want to see what <laughs> this funny meme is um but which probably isn't very good <laughs> people yeah. who i follow on instagram i do care about your lives just sometimes not that much (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I think you're right I think we do definitely care about truth and um when things matter or when it's like important and then not really that much if it's if it's funny and it might not be true but if it's funny we don't really care or if it's interesting or 
I don't know. Yeah, I think you're so right. Um, one thing that we, we both kind of watched a video that um, my sister recommended. It was a talk from Christian Union um, Events Week on truth and why we need it. I can link it on this episode of People Pants You Give It a Watch. So it's kind of about like why truth mattered. And he brought up that, didn't he, about kind of like, yeah, we care about, we want to get to the bottom of truth when it's something that's important. So he gave the example of um, someone saying, oh, yeah, your boyfriend's been talking really racistly about someone. And that kind of thing, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's just your opinion. Like, I don't care. You actually would want to get to the bottom of it, even if it was just an opinion. You'd want to make sure that it was just that. <laughs> um, those kind of things yeah. really mattered. And you want to get to the bottom of it. You want the yeah. truth, which I thought was really interesting. Um, yeah, because like, Sometimes I think we think with um, opinions, maybe, or uh, people's values or beliefs, that they're just their values. That's, you know, they might think that doesn't make any difference to us. It's not yeah, true. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't matter. Um, but actually, in reality, that's not how we live our lives, is it? <laughs> we yeah, care yeah. about what people think about yeah. ourselves, about, yeah, boyfriends or girlfriends. There's a thing about meeting parents matters because their opinion matters and things yeah. like that. Um um so yes thinking about that question can someone have a a kind of their own opinion and belief about someone and someone completely disagree can they both be right or can they both be true like if someone says oh that person is proud and the other person says no they're not yeah like can they both be can both those things be true i don't know if that makes sense Um, yeah so i guess it again it depends what your idea of uh uh, right or true is so mm. um i guess you one person might lean on the side of one of those people and say that they're right another person will lean on the other side and say that the other person's right but actually mm. we're all gonna have a, a at least slightly subjective view and we're all mm. going to be uh right in our own eyes a lot of the time and i think that's a dangerous thing and that's when conflict can come because we we sort of think that if if we are thinking like that then we'll think that we're right all the time and everyone else is wrong um mm. and because there's no sort of actual right and wrong that we're thinking about a lot of the time that's when conflict can come in because you just keep going backwards and forwards because there is no actual right and wrong to a lot of the things uh we're discussing people are always sort of one side of it and on the other side of the actual truth line in the middle um so mm. they'll just sort of be going backwards and forwards without meeting in the middle uh, and it can become hostile a lot of the time yeah yeah and i think there's some things we're really fine with being like oh that might be true for you but it's not for me or you know agree to disagree but then other things we really that's kind of what we were saying before isn't it like yeah. some things we're not okay with it being subjective we want an objective thing that we can yeah. come back to and be like no that's that's not that's not right yeah. <laughs> um yeah i guess it's interesting what you were saying about kind of conflict and how that kind of produces disunity and things like that have you found as you've been studying journalism and mm. media and those of things have you found that um a lot is people kind of conflict arising from yeah, yeah. those disagreements yeah so um as a journalism student, I remember there was one lecture in particular where um, we we had to sort of fill in a or put our hands up or something. There was some sort of survey from the lecturer saying, but well, we had to say where we got our main sources of information. 
and pretty mm. much everyone uh, my age, um, well, I think, which was most people in um, in my year group. Uh, there were a few older ones, but most were uh, in my age group. All of us used social media as our main source of information. Um, mm. And when you think about that, what what are the other options really for us? Um, it's sort of newspapers, magazines, um, news websites, which a lot of the time we have to pay for. Um, whereas now we can just get everything we think we need from social media and it's a lot more convenient. Um, so I guess, yeah, you could, you could say what's wrong with that. Uh, well, there's a, a show on Netflix called uh, The Social Dilemma. Uh, which I know a lot of, I need to watch a lot of people I still have about it recently uh, that I've spoken to, probably because I always bring it up. Um, but most people I've spoken to about it have seen it. And if you haven't seen it, um, it's a documentary that talks about um, people from people from Google and Facebook who have left uh, because um, they thought it was too unethical, have basically joined together to make this documentary um, to show how dangerous social media can be and how they've basically uh, got us wrapped around their finger. And uh, one of the things that stood out to me was um, the factor social media plays in uh, pushing us towards a political uh, I- idea. Um, and it, it, it leads to polarization. So basically means that people with a a left-wing bias become increasingly left and the people with a right-wing bias become increasingly right-wing and that means that they grow further and further apart from one another and um, the way social media does this is by giving us the information we want to hear and uh, naturally Mm -hmm. every one of us swings uh, one way or the other politically Uh, so whether you're interested in politics or not that happens based on factors of your upbringing or whatever. Um, and so from right from the start of us uh, signing up to social media, uh, we've been clicking on these um, stories and uh, pictures and things that we're prone to click on. And they keep getting fed back to us as things that we uh, like and know. And we, we actually miss out a lot of the time and increasingly so on the views of the other side. So you become increasingly mm. um, hostile in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, so what happens is you, you just become familiarized with uh, this, your sources that get fed back to you and they tell you what you want to hear and um, it leads to basically trusting them increasingly to an extent where you can trust them no matter what they say. Um, and mm. I don't know if you've seen The Truman Show. There's a film called The Truman Show. I feel like I think yeah. I have a while ago. Um, I, I won't explain it to you. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. There's, there's a line in <laughs> that. through every Netflix film yeah. explaining the plot. <laughs> um, there's a, a line in that which uh, doesn't really need the, the context of The Truman Show, but it'll make sense if you've seen it. Um, it says we accept the reality of the world with which we're presented um Mm. and yeah social media basically presents it's or our own view of the world because it just feeds what we want to hear a lot of the time Mm. um 
And yeah, you basically get this um, increasingly f uh, real but false sense that everyone agrees with you because everyone on your newsfeed does agree with you a lot of the time. And if it's a disagreement, mm -hmm. or if, if it's the side of the other, the other side's view, if you can call it that, it's a disagreement mm -hmm. to it. That's how you hear about the other side is that they're doing this, they're doing that. And you just hear, um, yeah, sort of the against views on what they're thinking about. Um, and that leads to basically becoming increasingly manipulated, like we've already said. Um, yeah. And that's where the danger lies, I think. Yeah, I think you're so right. I think, like, you, I remember watching, I think it was like a lad Bible, again, yeah. social media, yeah, literally where I get my things, <laughs> um, like a lad Bible interview, it was a guy interviewing Trump supporters, and they were like, but what about this, what about that, and they just completely, a lot of the stuff they didn't even know about, because, like you said, where they're getting their yeah. news, maybe, and um, and they just, like, literally would just agree to anything, or back up, probably if they listen to it back be like why did I even say that that doesn't even make sense but just blindly accepting and supporting yeah. him and I think that's because like you were saying when we're yeah when we agree with fake news and things like that we're so easily manipulated mm. and if we're not kind of critically looking at things and if we don't really care about truth I guess then we're really easily manipulated it's not freedom yeah. being like oh, I don't care about truth it's actually yeah you're Make yourself so vulnerable, aren't you? Yeah. And um, the, the crazy thing is the, these, um, uh, if you want to call them maybe extreme Trump supporters, um, mm. they've sort of, they, they show the extreme of how we, or the bad uh, ending to operating on your own set of facts. So social media basically gives mm. us our own set of facts um and like they, they <coughs> sorry like they say on the social dilemma um when that happens when you get your own set of facts through social media uh you're no longer able to reckon with uh or even take in information that contradicts the worldview that you've created um, mm. and that leads to so that that bit that says we're not able to reckon with or even consume information. That's where the hostility comes mm -hmm. in because anything that's not in line with our worldview is just they're, they're stupid. How do, how do they not see that? And it's because they don't see what we're seeing on our newsfeed. So if you uh, lean more to the right, mm -hmm. uh, you might say, how, how on earth have people voted for um, Joe Biden to be president? And then, because you just don't see that good news about Joe Biden on your newsfeed, but you see loads of good stuff about Trump, maybe. Um, and yeah, I, I know we don't, well, I don't know that much about American politics, but it's sort of the big talk at the minute of how this is um, manifested in society. Yeah, definitely. Um, in, in line with that view of, uh, Trump and Biden and sort of what's happened with the American uh, politics recently in election. Um, it, it's really shown uh, the problem you were, you were talking about, um, uh, about like people just believing what they're told on uh, and 
not being able to reason with the other side. And um, so a, a large factor in that is that Trump has made the term fake news sort of part of our language uh, over the last four years. It's mm. increased in use massively. Um, and he mainly uses it whenever there is a critical report about his presidency or was about his presidency. Um, he just waves it off as fake news. Um, and a lot of people, uh, obviously mainly his supporters, start to believe that nothing the press says that's negative about him is true or it, they just believe that it can't be believed because it's against Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we all saw a few weeks ago in Washington, uh, like news reporters were threatened uh, and surrounded and the words murder the media were actually scratched on the door of the Capitol mm-hmm. building. Um, and tens of millions of people genuinely believe that the election was rigged. Um you know they're not they're not trying to be difficult about it they genuinely believe that that is the case and that trump actually did win the election um but in order for that to be true it'd have to mean that uh countless election officials and supreme court justices and sort of people at the top of america would have had to conspire against trump to deny him a, a, a second term um so, yeah, the problem is that millions of people have their own truth and aren't open to the real truth. Mm. It's interesting. I remember when I watched that, that video that I was talking about before, so many of them based a lot of their things on actually just feelings of like, I feel like it's right. I feel yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of these gut feelings rather than actually looking yeah. at the facts. Um but then I, I mean, saying that, I also think from that video, the other video, the one from the Cambridge Events Week thing, one of the guys, I think the guy was saying was like the fact value dichotomy, trying to split things into facts and values, actually how that is also dangerous. I don't want to just split things into, oh, they believe that and feelings rubbish and things like that. Like how we do feel about things does matter, like we talked about before. And we can yeah. evaluate those things and be like, oh, that's justified to have that opinion. I think that opinion is valid and true based on this evidence. Um, yeah, and I guess, I don't know, I feel like we could talk about this forever, but um, one thing that our listeners um, can, well, the, one of the things of the podcast is to also think about how being a Christian changes that, but also how th- through those lenses of truth and things that you've learned, how that kind of has impacted the way that you um see jesus and think about truth in that context i don't know why don't you tell us <laughs> about your critical analysis <laughs> um of <laughs> yeah the truth claims i guess yeah of jesus so yeah, we basically laid down uh and what we we're just talking about how dangerous subjective truth is so so where do you find mm. uh real actual truth or we could just call it the truth where 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 can we find that mm-hmm. and um yeah so i i grew up with uh christian parents and uh my whole family uh pretty much was uh, and is christian um 
And I didn't believe anything about God that the Bible said other than that he created everything. Um, because to me, that was sort of plain to see. Um, and I just couldn't look at everything around me without thinking that it had an intelligent creator. Anyway, I went to uh, study journalism. And in my first year, I watched a film called The Case for Christ, uh, which is it's also a book, but I recommend the film because it's shorter. <laughs> snappy, snappy. Uh, and it's about an atheist journalist, uh, which at the time was pretty similar to me in a lot of ways. Uh, so I identified with this guy a lot. Um, and yeah, sorry for the spoilers if you're going to watch it, but he basically tried to uh, disprove that Jesus was God, which obviously would disprove the Bible and disprove the Christian faith. And he couldn't so much so that he actually found so much physical evidence uh, for Jesus being God that he just had to uh, like submit to it and uh, accept it as a life-changing fact. And that was the first time I'd actually heard of um, the Bible being sort of historically accurate and true. And I was, I just had no idea that that was the case. I just thought there was this sort of worldview that was gathered from looking around you at the world and uh and uh, yeah i don't know society at the time it was written or whatever um yeah it was the first time i really uh that really hit me that this could be true and so i started reading the bible for myself and mm. um yeah got really into it and um over time just found that it was it was an unavoidable truth that that the bible is um is true and that uh, Jesus really is God and that that is completely life-changing um yeah that's so interesting yeah I think um one thing that the guy I mean, we keep on talking about the talks you've watched please watch them because they're probably going to talk about things much better than I can <laughs> but um uh one of the things they talked about is you can also evaluate truth based on the impact that um, they make on society or change lives and things like that. Um, so, for example, I think that's, why don't we think about Jesus? Um, if we evaluate the difference he's made, maybe on my life, on your life, and society, um, his claim that he is God, if he was just a man who just yeah. kind of claimed these things and then nothing happened, what might have happened? I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense what kind of difference or impact has Jesus made on your life? Yeah. So I think, um, I, I guess if you read the truths of, of the Bible and, and see, uh, what Jesus, uh, says and claims that he is the way, the truth and the life, uh, all of these things, um, mm -hmm. like how much does that appeal to us? Um, like the way, the truth and the life that they're, they're sort of, big claims and he's saying that he is those things uh in the bible and so knowing that uh say, say you do believe that jesus was a historical figure and maybe you even believe that he is god but you're you're sort of saying well what difference does that make if you actually read the bible you'd mm -hmm. you'll see that you it, this is a completely life-changing thing it, you know this is the 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 God who created you and wants a relationship with you. And that, that should change everything. Um, and the new Testament mm. especially talks about the ways that that should and will 
change you as, as God sort of works uh, in your life to make you more like Jesus. Um, so w- once you've accepted and trusted in Jesus, you, you're made, the Bible says, to be increasingly uh, like him in, in the ways you can be in terms of um, sort of uh, developing um, some of his uh, communicable attributes in terms of love, more loving, patient, mm. kind, um, all of these things. Um, so, yeah, Jesus is, it's not just a sort of fact uh, or an idea, but it is a truth that is life changing completely. Um, and you can't help once you've uh, understood it, you can't help but devote your life to it in as much as you can. Uh, if that makes sense yeah mm. yeah yeah and it, I think it is hard isn't it because if we think about that like oh well let's evaluate a truth based on the impact or the difference it's made in people and I think that is somewhat something that society is very good at if someone says oh I'm a really um generous person and we realize they're really not we can r- very quickly point out that hypocrisy can't we and I think that for a lot of listeners, I know I put out an Instagram poll recently of like, what stops you if you're not a Christian from believing in Jesus? And so many people were like, something along the lines of hypocrisy in Christians or Christians who people who call themselves Christians really just being completely the opposite yeah. of what the Bible is saying about love and just hating people or treating them like they're rubbish. And um, yes, that's what, what they're actually kind of doing as they're evaluating that is. Uh, christianity god is love but then i see his people and they're being hypocritical or not loving or things like that and it is really hard isn't it because then i don't know what do you kind of make of that um how can me and you still see those things and yet we still believe this is true yeah so i think that it um it doesn't depend on whether uh the followers of god are um, proving that they are followers of God. I think it depends on uh, God showing himself to be God and proving that. So it, like we're, we, mm. um, as Christians, believe that we're all sinful and we all mess up and we won't be uh, sort of sinless until we are um, with God in heaven um, after we die. So, mm. yeah, it, it's not about, uh, necessarily us uh, displaying perfection or something because we we can't do that necessarily so don't look at us but look at Jesus who who is who is a man who was perfect who never sinned who claims to be God uh, and completely proved that and says that he is he is mm. the truth and is the life uh and the way as well so follow that not us if that makes sense uh you're always going to be disappointed if you uh put your faith in uh christians rather than christ yeah yeah i'm so with you and i think i think it's fair enough for people to be um yeah maybe thrown or um yeah kind of want to not be interested or think about jesus because people have been like oh i'm a christian i love jesus and this is how i'm going to treat you and so they yeah they don't have (laughs) they're completely 
taking his name and yeah. dating it um and I, and I think we've all been there me and you have definitely hurt people and still saying that we're christians and i guess that's because one of the truth claims of jesus and of the bible isn't that his people are perfect that christians are perfect at all like you said like it does say the opposite isn't it so i guess to answer those kind of people's obstacles like you said um when you look at jesus you see that authenticity and integrity of someone where the truth claims they make about themselves completely yeah. stack up don't they um he says like um mm. love your enemies and all these things and you see that yeah. actually working out and he like yeah and i think you when you when you meet jesus and you, when you read about him in the gospels you can't help but mm. just be in awe and yeah. in love with him and i think when you um well i, I think christians should uh try the absolute best and and display god's love to the world and and we the sad thing is that a lot of us do fail or we all fail at some point in doing that um so i hope that i and you and all of us who who are christians are uh, living in a way that does point people to jesus but that's what we want to do we want to point people to jesus not to ourselves yeah um yeah that's that's the distinction is we, we don't want to make a lot of ourselves but we want to make a lot of christ and granted we we won't do that if we uh are um yeah not living out what it means to be a christian so i completely understand why that does trip people up um yeah but don't don't look necessarily yeah. to us but look to uh jesus yeah and i think like like you said we i think because christians are striving to be loving well as they should be <laughs> You can see that impact mm-hmm. in history, can't you? You can see how most, I think it's like, I read something like 90% of um, non-profit organisations delivering healthcare in the world. Um, <laughs> you have to fact check me on this, but I think that it's something, a massive proportion at least, of like non-profit healthcare organisations around the world, uh, either founded or still running by people who call themselves followers of Jesus or Christians, whatever you want to call them. And wow. I think that's you have to kind of be like that's not just an yeah. odd correlation like that is an impact of something that's mm. happened in those people's lives and that's the same throughout all of history I mean the fact that our whole history thing kind of centers around before Christ after Christ and all these kind of things he he has made a huge impact on the world yeah. one that we can't just ignore and be like oh, that's true for you. I don't really think that's, I believe it. I can't really be bothered to look into it. Yeah, um, yeah I think I, I want to really encourage listeners, if you if you kind of are sort of interested in, oh, like our lives and all, oh, it must be so different to be a Christian and all those kind of things, um, but haven't really thought about Jesus and how that actually might make a big impact on your life or why that might be mm. might matter um and why it's important to research and actually find yeah. out the truth about that I think do because I guess just like we said before the things that really matter yeah. we want to get to the bottom of and know the truth and it's not a truth to hide from either it's not a kind of scary your boyfriend's cheated on you truth it's a uh, there's someone yeah, out there yeah. who loves you so much and I think um it, we're, we're in this culture of uh like your your truth is true for you uh, but that actually if you think mm. about the word truth uh doesn't that's not what it means it, it, it can't be true for one person not for another mm. because then it's not true for another and therefore it is not true in essence 
So um, in in that mm. um, Cambridge CU video uh, that uh, Casey was talking about, uh, the the guy preaching called uh, Pete was saying that uh, if you if you want to define truth in in its essence, it has to be consistent across all times and places, um, and therefore cannot change. Um, but if mm. truth is emerging from uh, our opinions and our own ideas of truth, then it can't be accurate across all times and places because it, it will be a personal idea. And if our ideas of truth are coming from subjective places, as, as we talked about earlier, subjective truth uh, will just lead increasingly to uh, hostility and, and, and danger in a lot of ways. So we want the actual truth because that can, uh, as I don't know, cheesy philosophers might say, truth can set you free. So what, what is the, the actual truth? Um, and in order for something to be true across all times and places, it must be from God because he is the one thing that has been there across all times and places. Uh, and he is a truthful, mm. loving, personal being. Um, so mm. I guess then you could say, what, what do we have that uh, is from God that, uh, he has given us as his truth how do we know that he's true well we have the bible and uh in in the new testament mm -hmm. in uh, 2 timothy it says that all scripture is god breathed and therefore it is from god has spoken these words that, that that's what uh, it, god breathed is it's inspired by god it's it's essentially from him um mm -hmm. yeah so and this is just something that I quite like. Uh, there's a preacher in America um, who I like listening to sometimes, but sometimes I'm, I'm not uh, set on uh, some of what he says. But in terms of him talking about the truth of the Bible, this is what this is the quote he uh, says. He says, it's a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. They report supernatural events that took place in fulfillment of specific prophecies and claim that their writings are divine rather than human in origin. Um, yeah. So there's sort of three things in that. So you've got the word eyewitnesses. So that these are people at there at the time of all of these things happening at the time of Jesus writing these things down. Then you've got fulfillment of specific prophecies Um this is Jesus in the New Testament fulfilling what was uh, predicted in the Old Testament. Exactly. These are specific prophecies. Um, and, yeah, you can see that for yourself uh, by uh, reading the Gospels, um, the first four books of the New Testament. Mm. Um, and then that last bit is what we were just talking about. So it says divine rather than human in origin. So we've established that uh, in order for something to be true, it has to be consistent across all times and places so it has to be from god and the bible doesn't claim to be sort of man-made but from god it claims to be uh god breathed so this is the the best we have this is truth from god um and like i said earlier this isn't something to just sort of accept as being true without doing anything about it if you if you internalize this truth it is life-changing and for the better and uh, i've mm -hmm. been doing a a course um that sort of introduces people to christianity called christianity explored 
Uh, and their, their sort of quote at the beginning is uh, something like, if it's not the best news you've heard, then you probably haven't understood it. Um, and we're saying that this, mm. this is the good news. The gospel means good news. Uh, and so this isn't a sort of thing to be pushed away as your, it, that's your truth. That's not for me. Why isn't it for you? It's good news and it is based on truth. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what, what more there is to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's definitely, yeah, that's been yeah. both of our experience, hasn't it? Um, it's so worth it looking into into the claims of the Bible and into the Bible. Um, yeah, great. Well, thanks so much for Pleasure. coming on, Dan. Um, and I'm gonna, we could talk about it for so much longer, but um yeah um if you want to think about what we've been talking about more um would really recommend the video that i'll link from cambridge cu talk about why truth matters if if we haven't convinced you or if you don't really get what we're on about and just want um probably more a shorter <laughs> or more cohesive version um that's not not, no, no, not granted uh, I'm, not I'm not very good at talking <laughs> um but yeah so you can watch that or another thing you can do um is watch the social dynamic if you're <laughs> if you still think social media is perfect and wonderful um or christianity explored you can try and find a course near you if you're keen to actually look into it more i'm not really sure where to start that would be a great place to start um but keep on thinking and chatting about these things that we've been talking about with people around you um, at your kitchen table it's just getting more and more cheesy every episode I, don't, I can keep on saying it um but yeah Pleasure. thanks Anytime. for coming on Dan